Big Mike here with He's Entertainment. Today's episode, we got NHL veteran RJ Umberger. If you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button. Let's go. Hi, I'm RJ Umberger, 11 year NHL veteran of the Philadelphia Flyers and Columbus Blue Jackets. I only touch greatness podcast. Great steaks, great staff. Head over to the John B. Pub. We got the best beers, steaks, chicken wings, nachos in town. Come see us at the John B. Pub. The John B. Pub, the best bar in town. Come sign up for our football pool. Say hey, St. Yin. The number one sports podcast in Vancouver with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. I only touch greatness podcast. Sabres game. High octane of disturbance at center ice. Brian Campbell and Umberger going to work here. Where do you think this comes from? Well, there's some bad blood here. As we recall the playoffs last year in the big hit in open ice. And Umberger now with a score to settle with a right hand on young Brian Campbell, who's a starter in the All-Star game in Dallas. Umberger with a couple of right uppercuts. And we may have a nasty one here. That Cadre scored on every couple of seconds. He did not think he might be in already. Here's a chance for Couturier with a shot. Rebound, they score! And the Flyers get their first of the night as R.J. Umberger pounces on a rebound to make it a 2-1 game. Now it's played out and our Flyers bring it back. Sean Couturier, lead pass. Umberger hits the trailer, strike. Now strike looking around to the front. They score. Oh, that was a thing of beauty. Flyers are on the board. As they get their first of the night. Strike with eyes in the back of his head. He sets up Umberger. It's 3-1. Turn around. Le Cavalier tries to get it out high. Here's a chase. Couturier on the deflection and they score. And it's 3-2. Won't be a power play goal for the Flyers. Pull to one. Uh, you can feel this one coming too. All sorts of pressure in front of Devin Dubnik. This is going to be Umberger's goal. His second of the hockey game. Fifth of the season. I think. Go right now. Comes out in front. Shot. And they score. RJ Umberger ties it in two. Ovi missed playing it off the backboard. And Umberger opportunistic. This game is deadlocked. Umberger scores for Casey Pasty. Only Unleashed's greatness podcast. With the help of Matt Reed and Schultz literally fires it off the end boards. Hello. How's it going? Good. How's it going? Good, good. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time for us today. Really appreciate it. My name is Big Mike, and that's Ryan. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Mike's been doing all the hard work getting you on. <laughs> it's not easy with a time change. Oh, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> we had that problem a few times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to bang off a bunch of questions about hockey and your career here. Um, so, uh, born, born in Pennsylvania, uh, when did you start playing hockey? Uh, like six, seven years old. I think I started skating at uh, six and then um, joined my first team around seven years old. So, And you're one of only two people, right, from Pennsylvania that make the NHL? No, I think I think there's a uh, – Pennsylvania, I think there's a few more, but like even Pittsburgh's grown. Um, I was one of the first two originally. Um, oh, okay. Ryan, Ryan Malone and myself. Um, Ryan played like a year or two before me with the Penguins and then uh, – 
now you got, um, I mean, there's probably been, uh, I think probably 10, 11, 12 guys now from Pittsburgh. We just, you know, three big name guys right now that are doing well, you know, Brandon Saad, uh, Gibson, and uh, Trocek. So there's, uh, there's a few guys that are playing well right now. Do you play any other sports growing up that you were good at? Yeah, um, baseball, baseball and football. Um, you know, I played, played both. Um, baseball was probably uh, the sport that, you know, I, I played a lot and, and really did it at a young age and just uh, as much as hockey. And, you know, it was probably – Probably even better at baseball when I was younger at, at okay. some point. Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite uh, jersey number and why? Um, it was 20, always. Um, my first hockey team, um, I just got handed 20, U, uh, alphabet, end of the alphabet. So uh, I think 20 was the last jersey. <laughs> I got 20, and I kind of just uh, always always liked it. And I, any level I've ever played at, I always try to get number 20. And um, in the NHL, had 20 with Philly to start. Went to Columbus. Uh, Husalius joined the same time, and he had more seniority, so he got the number. And uh, I got it. Went with 18, and 18 did me well. And I, you know, I kind of kind of grown to like 18 a little bit more now. And uh, do you have any hobbies outside of sports? Um, a lot of golf. Um, a lot of uh, just time with my kids, their sports. Um, probably, I'm a, I mean, like, I don't know. I probably, it's really just golf. I, I love golfing all the time. Uh, anything with sports. I like, I like playing euchre, um, you know, card nights with the guys, poker. Um, things like that. I mean, kids take up so much of my time. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it sounds like Mike Commodore is quite the golfer too. Did you ever have the chance to golf with him? Yeah, we, we played actually in a foursome back when he was in Columbus. Um, I haven't played with him in a while, but, uh, we played on a, uh, <clears throat> trip. Uh, I forget where we were with some kind of bonding, you know, weekend out with the guys, uh, they set up for us and our team in Columbus and we played together. Yeah, he's, he's a good golfer. Well, we're on that subject, then. What would your dream foursome be? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, Tiger Woods, for sure. <laughs> that's a given. Uh, yeah, for sure. Mario Lemieux. Yeah. Um, I don't know the fourth. Uh, you know what? Maybe, like, Ben Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably could think of some other people like in history. I like history a lot too, so I could probably go back if I really thought of it. But those are my three favorite athletes. So, okay, those are good choices for sure. And uh, you started with the U.S. Hockey Development uh, National Program team. Um, that that program has just took off, as you see every year. More and more and more guys are going to the show, and not only are they going to the show, like they're lighting it up. Um, what was it like playing there when you were going there? Yeah, huge, huge honor. Huge. Uh, it was great for my career, and you know, it, it really took me to a whole new level. At, at 16, moving away from home, a lot of unknowns. You know what to expect, and um, just taught you a lot. A lot on the ice. Great coaches. Um, you know, you played against the best kids in, in the country. Kids that are older, so your development was at a, a whole new level. Um, they taught you how to how to you know take care of yourself off the ice and be a, you know be on your own and 
and just the whole development process, uh, training in the weight room, all that just sped up and, and, and got you ready for college at, uh, you know, at 18. So you can join right away. So it was, um, it was a great program. I mean, it was, when I was there, it was the second year. So it was, it was rather new, but it was still, you know, highly known and, and definitely, you know, a big impact already. A lot of great players getting drafted in the NHL already at that young age of the program. Yeah. And then you headed to uh, Ohio State uh, to play your university hockey there. Uh, what was that like, and why did you choose Ohio? I loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, three years I spent in Ohio. It was so much fun. Um, so what a campus. It's, you know, so much tradition, so much sports. The, the football is unreal. Um, it's just a fun place, and it's part of the reason why I chose to continue to live in Columbus. It's just I love being a Buckeye. Um, you know, I, I had some schools I was, I was looking for being at the U.S. program. You know, I had the opportunity to get seen by a lot of schools. And, um, you know, I went on some uh, visits and everything and had some good schools to choose from. And at the end of the day, I just really loved a lot about the direction Ohio State was going. I wanted to be one of the key players to make Ohio State uh, a big-name school in hockey. Um, I built a new arena in 2000. That was a huge draw. Close three hours from Pittsburgh. Close for my parents to come watch games. Um Good business school here. Went to school for business, and um, I just at that time too. It was the CCHA for for uh, the league, and I just thought they had like a, a style of hockey that transitioned to NHL really well. So, just a lot of good fits. Do you have a favorite piece of sports memorabilia that you've collected over the years? Yeah, actually, I do. That's that's a pretty good question. Um, <clears throat> I have. Um, you know, I like to, I don't, I don't like to buy things like, so I, anything that I have, it's somebody that I've, you know, met in person or played against or whatever. Um, there was a, a little bit of time where I was getting a jersey, you know, at least a jersey once, one a year, two a year. Um, you know, I, I've gotten some like, Brodor was my favorite goalie. I got his, got Gretzky's, um, got Lemieux's. I got actually a stick from Lemieux. Um, it was actually one of his last games. I got to play against him. So that was really cool. Being a kid that, that would be cool. hard the Mew fan growing up, the whole reason why I started playing hockey. So I got to I got to play in a game against him. I got his stick that game. So that was that was neat. Um, we got Crosby jersey, a um, couple of basketball players. Um, met uh, met Kobe in Philly when he was playing oh, there. Wow. Um, uh, Nash, um, Steve Nash. Yeah. Uh, a couple of baseball players, Ryan Howard when he was in Philly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got quite a thing, quite a few things. I have a little man room in my house here where I have it all hanging up in. Nice, nice. And, That's sweet. And, and clearly so did me and Mike. We have yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of collection in ourselves. Metcalf's the man, he's the real deal. Yeah, we had his he dad is. on the show last night. We interviewed his dad and his dad played in the NFL too for ten seasons. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping. I'm hoping I get him on my fantasy football team. Oh yeah, there you go. There's a big hobby of mine: fantasy sports. Man, big okay. time fantasy sports player. Me too. Okay. Me and Mike, we both play. I'm in five fantasy football leagues, and yep. I mean DK is my keeper in three of five. Yeah. So I always target him. I'll, I'll jump up early and take him. Everybody will now. They'll start taking him. Now you got to get catch the next DK that's coming up out here. Right. It's gonna find the right fit. Yeah. Mike's even Mike's a Bengals fan, so he's got Chase now with the. Uh, yeah. yeah. My team, no uh, my teammate, 
my team ain't very good and we haven't been for a while here, but uh, I feel like we got a future finally. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I, that's why I don't like it. I don't like Cleveland and Cincinnati. So I'm a Steelers guy, so. Yeah. Hey, Steelers did nice picking up Harris with the ru- in the running back position. Yeah, I, I, you know, they got a little uh, – people were kind of so-so in their draft. Like, they wanted them to target the the, um, the t- uh, linemen earlier, but I think they got a couple good guys there, third and fourth round, and Harris will, will help, and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. They they got such a tough schedule this year, but here, the thing with the Steelers is they always do better when people count them out, so. Yep. yep. So, and a great, and he, great, great and he, Vancouver guy in uh, yep. Chase Playpool. Yep. yep, yep. He's good, man. He's good. Yeah, he is. Uh, so 2001, uh, drafted 16th overall to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I know me and Ryan were pumped. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out here. Uh, take me back to draft day, and uh, did you know they were interested? Yeah, so <clears throat> like the combine right before it, um, you know, I, we, I met with a lot of teams. It was that day where you go around and, and do all that interviewing and everything, and um, Vancouver is one of the teams I met with. And I remember that night after talking to my agent and he said that, you know, Vancouver was, was really interested and, um, it was some other teams too, but he said that, you know, if you're around at 16, you know, they'll, they'll probably take you. And it, like, at that time, you know, the projections and stuff, like I could have gone anywhere from like cracking the top 10 to, you know, who knows, like somewhere 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever, 16, um, so just sitting there watching and, you know, I didn't know where I was going to go. Pittsburgh was at 21. I had a kind of little bit of hope to slide to Pittsburgh at 21. Um, but soon as Calgary was the other team that I thought was going to maybe take me. And I think they were like 12 or something, 13. I don't know. But when it got past them, I, I knew that, uh, Vancouver was going to be the, uh, the team. And it was, I mean, it was awesome day. Great memories. Um, I had a lot of fan, friends and family. I was excited by Vancouver drafting me. I didn't know much about Vancouver at all. I didn't, you know, um, I remember someone the first thing told me, oh, it's, a, it's like the San Francisco of, of, of the United States, you know, it's just a beautiful city. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that works for me. So, <laughs> um, you know, it just, uh, as I went back to school and, and things happened to work out, I started to negotiate and, and, you know, Burke at the time, it just, uh, we couldn't come to terms. And, you know, I think people know what happened. So, yep. Yeah. And then you got traded to the Rangers and then to the Philadelphia Flyers, where you're, I feel like your career kind of took off. Um, can you take me back to your first NHL goal against the Lightning? Yeah. So, once that whole holdout and, you know, thing with the Vancouver, and like you said, I got traded to the Rangers and uh, decided to continue the holdout and just become a free agent. Philly, you know, showed a lot of interest um, and decided to sign there and um, started that for my first year with Philly with the Phantoms because it was the lockout year. So, we won the Calder Cup. That was awesome. I had a good, good experience, good step into pro hockey. And then, uh, and the next year, end up playing with the Flyers. And, um, you know, I, I, my first month or two, month or so, you know, I played well. I just was, you know, couldn't get that first goal. And I finally got it in November against uh, Sean Burke. It was uh, one of the ugliest goals I probably scored, but <laughs> it was just a little wraparounder from behind the goal. And I was actually trying to pass it to somebody and it hit like, it hit like the inside of his heel of his stick and it went through his legs and literally crossed the goal line by like three quarters of an inch. 
<laughs> so, hey, a goal's a goal. That's right, a goal's a goal. So that was uh, definitely a fun night. I remember that one for sure. You still got the puck? Yep, got the puck, and uh, it's it's in a nice little Philly. Put it in a nice little like uh, um, shadow box kind of a thing, and decorated it all up with pictures and stuff. And that's in my Sweet. man. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, there was a thousand dollar prize on the line. I mean, that's chump change for you guys. But I mean, a nice, a nice prize on the line, and you had to sing one karaoke song. What song are you singing? Oh man! See, I'm the worst singer ever. Me, me too. Me too. Ever. <laughs> like so bad, and like I see, it, it seemed like every rookie party or whatever, yeah. like first year, you know, it was always like do a karaoke. You had to get up and do a karaoke in front of everybody, right? Like just the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's where we got it from. <laughs> man, I honestly like. There's no good song. I can't even pick one. I think I, I remember um, one in Philly. I did, like, um, Wild Thing song. Okay. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> like, I, like, there was just no song that I could do that's good. So, I don't know. Okay. And then a uh, couple of good seasons in Philly, you uh, got traded Columbus. Uh, were you caught off guard? No, not really. Um, I mean, I guess a little bit once you get traded, it's always kind of a little bit of a shocker, but um, had a good playoff that last year in Philly. Um, and my, I was a restricted free agent. My contract was up, and we were a little bit salary cap uh, trouble that year. So I was due for a pretty significant raise, and, um, you know, there was talks that they would have to move on from somebody and, you know, one or two players. And my name was one of the ones that got uh, thrown out there. We had Carter and Richards, too. And, you know, those guys needed new contracts. And uh, so it would just, um, you know, it happened to be me and uh, Columbus. See, I had Hitchcock in, in Philly early on my first year or so. And yeah. he was uh, he was in Columbus. So. He, you know, he pushed hard for me and, you know, they brought me to Columbus and, um, you know, so it worked out there. It was, it was, it was shocking, but exciting. You know, it was, it was fun. It was good. Why did we had, well, obviously, obviously, you know, now that we had Mike on last night. So uh, he went off about uh, Babcock and Arneal and uh, he, he kind of praised Hitchcock a bit, but kind of also gave him a little chirp. He, uh, he said Hitchcock would be a great coach had he not actually been down in the dressing room, like or or in the on the like, bench. On the bench, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, see, Hitch is a Hitch is a great hockey mind. Like I've I learned a lot from him. I owe him a lot of my career um, of some of the things he taught me um, early on and how to be how to stick in the NHL and like the guy, you know, like he thought hockey nonstop. That like that was his life and. He was just, um, you know, he was hard on some guys. He was hard on some young guys, um, and he got a rap. He, you know, he he had a little bit of that whiny voice sometimes when he yelled on the bench and whatnot. And you know, he became a target for some guys. But um, you'll hear a lot of players that, um, you know, like he was really hard on Jake Voracek when I was in Philly, <laughs> and Jake was a rookie or whatever. But and Jake didn't get it right, like and, and Broussard, like they didn't get it. Like they, you know, why is this guy picking on me? And, you know, but they'll be the first to tell you now, like, you know, they understand and they, they owe a lot to, to hitch. And it was like that in Philly the first year, like it was Richards, Carter and me. And like every day, like we walk in the, in the, in the locker room or in the, in the door. And it's like, 
he sees us and he's like, I'll come to my office. You know, like he just had something to say to us every day, but he only cared about us and he was just trying to help us. And, um, you know, we, we get it now looking back on it. So I, I get where like some people think with Hitch, but, um, he was a good coach. So yeah, yeah the, the Kami and, and some of the other stuff that went on with some of the other coaches. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he went into that pretty well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. We were even he, chirping Ryan saying he looked like Pierre Maguire without the glasses. <laughs> I, I, looked, I looked more like Brad Marchand. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I play like, and then, I play uh, like Brad Marchand too out at beer league hockey. I'm out there chopping people, running people. I'm like five feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> putting the puck in the net like him. Uh, I'll, I'll say yes to that, but we're probably no. But <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, first ever Blue Jackets playoff goal. I uh, still got that puck and take you back to that one. I actually don't have that puck no, but um, yeah, it was um. First year with the Jackets, um, we played in Detroit, and Detroit was just a powerhouse that year. They end up uh, sweeping us in four, but um, you know, I think that was eye-opening for for our organization and just a lot of players to see what it takes to to win, making playoffs, but not only against you know one of the best teams that was winning every year is right there. So um, we were it was in Detroit. I think it was I think the first game we got shut out, so it was like the second game. Voracek just um, you know, out-muscled a guy in the corner on a forecheck, and he kind of passed it to me in the front of the net. And I had my back turned, and just typically kind of things I scored a lot of goals in front of the net just kind of quickly in one motion um, slid it through the uh, Osgood's five hole. So it was just a quick bang-bang play. But, um, yeah, so it's a good trivia question. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And if uh, who would you want to play you in a movie if they were making a movie about you? Um, man, I don't know. Um, people say I always look like Dane Cook a little bit. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay. I can see that. I think but I can see that. He's pretty funny. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I'm more of like when I played, I was pretty serious, more like intense kind of a person. So I wasn't the you know like the comedian of the team or whatever. So I don't yeah. know if I would translate well. He it would be a different role for him. <laughs> okay okay um you got in a couple tilts in your career um do any uh stick out more than one another and uh the one i remember is in vancouver with you and kessler <laughs> yeah that was a bad fight um <laughs> my fights my fights never really lasted long um i always had a balance problem fighting um probably couple that stand out are the ones i got hit hard <laughs> yeah um no, I, I had a I had a decent fight in Pittsburgh, um, but uh, like probably the the one fight that always like I said the one I got hit I, I fought uh, Drew Stafford in uh, in Columbus. He hit me in my ear so hard that um, I don't know if you ever been hit in the ear before, but man, oh yeah, oh it knocks your equilibrium off, and my ears were ringing for like days. He cut my ear too, so it was a good shot. But yeah, you always remember those ones where you get hit. And then uh, another one I remember of yours, obviously, is uh, your retribution on Brian Campbell when you absolutely shit-pumped him. Yeah, that was another bad fight, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, I mean, that was just, that just needed to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, things that, it's one thing, you know, like, got caught with the head down and he made me pay and 
guess he didn't, didn't expect it from a guy like that, but uh, I got nothing but respect for him. He was, such, he was such a good player, and that hit just lives on forever, I guess. Uh, people love replaying that hit, but, I mean, it was pretty – the question today would that would that have been a legal hit or not? Like that's the thing. Like probably. No. I think it would have been probably, but who knows? Yeah. yeah Tom Wil- Tom Wilson's out there doing some pretty stupid shit and he doesn't <laughs> even barely get anything. So Yeah, who knows? But that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you uh how, how do you like coaching these days? I think that's what you're up to a bit. Yeah, it's fun. Um <clears throat> I, I do a lot of youth stuff. Um my eight year old son, I obviously coach his team. Um trying just to hopefully go with him as long as he wants me to coach him, you know, um, so doing that. And I do some, uh, some like, uh, high school age kids. Um, I, I did some travel, some AAA for a little bit there, but, um, okay. now I'm doing, um, these high school, um, it's kind of like before season and after season in Ohio here, you're not allowed to do non-scholastic teams while you're playing high school. Oh, so, um, so like in Pittsburgh, I, I played high school hockey, but I also played travel at the same time. So like we could do both. So these kids here, like from uh, August to October, end of October, um, you know, I'll take them and, and do some like tournaments and stuff with them. And then they go to their high school team November 1st. And then when the, it ends in, uh, in like March, I'll come back and I'll do more. I'll do like a development stuff with them in the spring. That's what I'm doing now. So um, it's fun. And and I do some other things with some other, you know, like travel kids that like just like some skill work stuff and, um, you know, getting them ready in the summer. And I do that with another guy named Lee Harris. So, okay. What do you believe? What do you believe is the greatest challenge that most athletes are facing nowadays? Um, you know, one of them for me is, you know, the pressure probably of having to specialize so early at such a young age. Um, you know, I think a lot of these kids are in these organizations and these things are forcing these kids to just give up everything else and focus on one sport at such a young age, which I think is ridiculous. I think kids should play as many sports as possible um you know for as long as possible it, it it develops you as into an athlete they all have a lot of benefits that work together and um i think you know just one you know somebody starts something and it's like well i feel fear of missing out they need to do this need to do that so they give up and you know next thing you know you're playing hockey you're long it's you know burnout comes in and um i don't just don't think it's uh it's a little bit wear and tear on the body and when there's other sports that can develop things and I don't know. I just, I, I see, I see it happening at a lot of young ages, like, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old kids are already like forced to quit other sports, which is in my mind ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. They should That's, be able to play a lot of different sports and figure it out. I mean, you don't know at eight years old, what you want to do. No, no, it's crazy. It reminds me of like those pageants or whatever that the little girls go in, like Joe Benet Ramsey or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, do you have any hidden talents? Hidden talents? Um, not really. And juggle. Okay. That's not really. <laughs> there you go. That's one. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not really. If you could what only do you think? Keep... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, what's your opinion on that new goal, the Michigan or lacrosse goal? I know it's not really new, but they're doing it a lot more than they did it when you played. Yeah. Like I would 
when I played, we never even dared try that. Um, I remember when that, that goal first happened, it was pretty, pretty incredible. It's still incredible when you see it. Um, yeah. But these kids nowadays, like, they're so skilled. They could pick up the puck, like, so easy. They, they don't even, uh, you know, you don't even think about it. They can just pick it up on their stick. And I know I was uh, I was skating with uh, in the summer with Rick Nash one time. We are getting ready for the season. And he came down flying down on, like, the right side. And, like, he was just, like, like a simple shooting drill. But he, like, had one hand on the stick. And he just scooped the puck off with one hand on the stick. And then went around the net and just tucked it in. I was like, he did, how do you do that with one hand? Like, it was so natural and so easy. But. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can do it in beer league. I've tried it a few times. I'm that, I'm that idiot you know, trying it in beer league. So one of the goalie runs me. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do it too, but, like, I needed, like, okay, like, perfect get down. And I need, like, a time. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, like, I'd get drilled. Like, I – I don't know, like good tape on your stick and <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to have you have to have fresh tape on your stick. And I do it the same way where you get over top of it and cup it and scoop it. Yeah. And nowadays the kids they can just scoop it like like a shovel almost. He's shoveling it up. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Rick Rick did that with one hand. It was it was crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> if you could only eat one of these two for the rest of your life, waffles or pancakes. 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 Good. Okay. Okay. Fruit on top. Blueberries. Blueberries. There you go. There you go. What uh, What was your go-to celly? Um, probably like uh, just like a big windmill fist pump kind of thing. So, yeah. What about stadium? Uh, was there one that stood out as your, being your favorite stadium you ever played in? Favorite road barn? Yeah, road barn. Um, I like playing in Montreal. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like I played well there. Crowds always were into it. You know, pretty big crowds and just real big, good hockey fans. And you know, I liked you know, loved scoring there and, and upsetting them, and <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and RJ, have you RJ, have you ever been to the Roxy in Vancouver? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh okay. yeah. Can I still go there? Oh yeah, it's still around. Still around, and it, it's yeah. still as it's still as good for the players, anyways. <laughs> that's where all the players go. I should. I should yeah. That's a good. I, that's good. I, I should do that for my dating situation. I should be heading in there and just telling them I play hockey and start scooping up some chicks. <laughs> and like, where do you where do you play in the bottom division at eight ranks? <laughs> you don't need to tell them that. <laughs> that's right. I play hockey. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's exactly. right. The hey, RJ, uh, RJ, I want to thank you very much uh, for taking the time for us today. I mean, I know it's Friday night, and uh, you want to enjoy a couple bevies, I'm sure, and I uh, appreciate you taking the time for us. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thanks. If you're looking for a mug, perhaps a hoodie, head on over to IOnlyTouchGreatness.com. Looking for the most beers on tap? Great steaks, great staff. Head over to the John B. Pub. We got the best beers, steaks, chicken wings, nachos in town. Come see us at the John B. Pub. The John B. Pub, the best bar in town. Come sign up for our football pool. Say hey, sent you.